Hi, guys. Class is back in session. Hey, Lauren. Hi, DJ. It's been like forever. How are it, you? It has been forever. I'm good, girl. I'm just tired. Um, just ate me a little lunchable. How's your um, dieting going? Um, it's going pretty good. I lost six pounds. Okay, okay, awesome. That's why I rewarded myself with a little Lunchable, and (laughs) I got me a drink to celebrate. Okay, what you drinking tonight? Okay, so what I'm drinking, child, is it's called called Ledman's from Baso. Don't quote me, but it's this one. It's kind of like a raspberry beer, Uh, and it's from, I think, Germany, or is a Belgian beer. It's one of those, but it's really good like really 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 good so it's made with aged hops wild airborne yeast and raspberry juice interesting it is in belgium yeah okay it was so good i'm drinking some good old zephyr hills water tonight (laughs) um i am really trying to get inflammation my inflammation under control that's another thing while i wanted to do the whole while i was doing the whole 30 because mm-hmm. I have a, a skin condition, and so I don't know if you can see it in the camera. My face is breaking out real bad, um, and so I had to lay off soda and alcohol and anything that will cause inflammation for a little bit, so I can get my skin under control. So water it is for me tonight, but enjoy your drink. <laughs> so no coke, no more, no late night rush and McDonald's for your coke. <laughs> so my girl, coke be having my face literally like burning off mm-hmm. no i can't drink it i cannot i gotta i gotta get over it but i've been going you know i was going through withdrawal when i first stopped my head was like hurting every mm-hmm. day oh my god it was so bad i was gonna die mm-hmm. um so i'm trying not to go back there so um let's go ahead and get into it i think um if you guys don't know out there may is mental health awareness month so tonight we are going to be talking about um, toxic influences, toxic relationships. Every all year, relationships, all relationships, right? All <laughs> of them. Every year, the um, Mental Health of America Association puts they have like a theme, and they put out tools and kits and things like this. And so this year, their theme is tools to thrive. And so one of the guys that we're going to just kind of be reading a little bit from and talking about tonight is one of their worksheets called Eliminating Toxic Influences. And so it's got some fast, fun facts on it. Well, I don't want to call them fun because they're kind of toxic, but um, it's got some some fast facts on there. It's got some definitions. Um, so I, I want to go over these with DJ and obviously you out there, our audience, to kind of put a definition with behaviors. So that mm-hmm. you guys know how to recognize them and how to eliminate those type of um, things from your life. So, you ready? Yes. yes, I am ready. This is going to be real good and necessary. <laughs> okay. <laughs> no one knows it's necessary. So, okay. I'm going to look at this paper and I want to read a definition of one of the type of um 
the traits. So the, the top of it is called Traits of Toxic People, and they have a lot of different type of people. So I'm going to pick one that I think is interesting that I want to talk about. I want to talk about the controlling toxic. Oh, yeah. That's, that's, that's a good one. So listen to this. This is what it says. One of the most dangerous traits of a toxic person is controlling behavior. They may try to restrict you from contacting your friends or family or limit resources like transportation or access to money to restrict your ability to interact with the world around you. If you are in a situation where someone is trying to restrict your movement or communication, this is domestic abuse and requires immediate action. So, controlling. You know, I think it's really interesting about the definition that they give or Mm -hmm. the traits they give is they make it like it's always so blatant and easy to see Mm -hmm. and sometimes it's not always like that i had a relationship once where it was like very subtle and it was funny Mm -hmm. because i used to always say you're so controlling and i and it was just like i didn't tell you what to do i didn't tell you you couldn't do this but it was Mm -hmm. more of a thing it was a thing of like well I just, I couldn't, I didn't see myself being with somebody who would want to do those type of things. And if you're interested in doing those type of things, then maybe we're not supposed to be together. And so to kind of like, you know, it's on manipulation. So manipulation is also yes. manipulation another, is also on there. Yep. So go ahead and tell us. And that's, and that's what I think is really interesting. So it's like a lot of these traits kind of go hand in hand. What mm-hmm. does manipulation say, DJ? Tell us about manipulation. <clears throat> Let me go ahead and go up here. So toxic people are often very good at manipulation. They may seem to be um, genuinely interested in the company and getting to know you at first, but will eventually use the knowledge they gain about you to try to get to you by doing what you want. They will often twist your words and make you feel guilty to get their way. Oh my Now, let me tell you about this. So I have had situations of both controlling and manipulation at the same time in um, in different relationships that I have. So I had them in uh, family member relationships. I've had it in actual relationships with a significant other. So um, the most recent uh well, the most release, the most recent um, situation I had was this past Mother's Day, and uh, the father of my kids had asked for the kids for Mother's Day, um, and you know that he wanted to get the kids, and we set up a time, and then he ended up calling me like an hour before I was supposed to walk out the house. So I'm going ahead and getting the kids ready, putting on their bows. They got these little pretty little dresses on, and stuff. And he calls me and tells me that I can't, I um, don't bring them at 1230, bring them at two. And I'm like, well, I had something to do at two because I did. I was cooking brunch for my family. It was been planned and he had been asked for it, um, asked to see the kids and to take them. And long story short, um, I end up caving in because he was like, well, if you can't bring them, then you're going to have to bring them with you. You know, if you can't bring them at two, you're going to have to bring them with you. So I ended up saying, you know what? No, I'm just going to bring them at two, right? I'm not going to make a big old argument about it or nothing like that. And so two, so then he called back and he was like, 
So what do you have to do at two that you can't bring them at two? First of all, it's none of his business. But um, he was trying to get that out of me. And I, it, it, and then when I did bring them at two, it was this big old huge mess, all this commotion, him being extremely disrespectful towards me. And he even told me, he was like, if you think you're getting your, um, if you think you're getting your way, uh, you better think twice. So he was like, basically talking about, well, if you think you're going to get your fucking way, you better think twice because you don't run shit or some along those lines. And yeah, that's that control. He, that's he, that control because he, he yeah. the thing he about it control is, that situation, yeah. he wants to control every situation when it has to deal with our, uh, with us parenting, like co-parenting. And no, it's not going to be like that. Like we have to com- come to some common grounds about how we're going to co-parent and raise, raise our children, but he wants all control and I'm not giving him that. Like yeah. I'm not going to be submissive because you use these manipulation tactics. Like when we was in a relationship, if I was to, because you know how women, we have our intuition. God gave us that. We have it. We need to use it. And we don't listen to it that often. So when something wasn't feeling right about certain things that he was, um, he was uh, providing me when we was in a relationship about his past or situation, I would question it. But when I did, he would disappear to teach me a lesson, not to ask him certain questions, or this is going to be the outcome of you asking questions that I don't feel like answering. So um, that was another thing. I have had uh, situations where family members would manipulate the situation of if they were to ask me to do something, um, and if I don't do it, you know, if they ask me to say, hey, can I borrow this, or... um, I want you to buy me this or something like that. And it's like, no, I can't do it. They will use manipulation tactics and be all angry and real nasty because I said I wasn't going to do anything. And that's not right, you know. But then I will cave in. <laughs> and I'm really not trying to call myself. And I really have to kind of be real myself. I'm trying not to be a people pleaser because yeah. I don't like confrontation. Like I'm really yeah. not being confrontation. Like you're not going to ever get me out of character. It was only one person who got me really out of character and it scared me. So I said, I would never put myself in a situation to make myself be that way again. So, I mean, both of those, I didn't experience that recently and in the past. How about you? Yeah. Um, you know what? I definitely manipulate like I said the relationship that I was talking about it's a common honestly it's a combination that this one person is like a combination of all of these traits mm-hmm. um and in one and so um I definitely have experienced it I think it's hard though especially when it comes to family and when it comes to people that you love yeah to to recognize the um toxicity in a situation Mm-hmm. While while you're still in it, you're, because you want to be understanding and you want to be, uh, you want that situation to be right and you want it to be healthy. Mm-hmm. So, I think recognizing some of those signs are very very important. Um, I just want to go. I seen I just seen really quickly about one of the fast facts. It says approximately three fourths of U.S. employees have or have had a toxic boss. <laughs> according to a 2018 survey from monster.com so do you think our boss is toxic i think he messy <laughs> it's, it's it's some situations 
<laughs> I think we have some toxic coworkers. We I think have, that- we definitely have some toxic coworkers. Like I okay, so little bit of background. We've been work well, I've been working at the same job for the past five years and I worked in probably like three different departments. And this is the only department where we, I have like the most issues and concerns about how like coworkers are like in my past departments, we had each other's backs. Like there was no, no, uh, what what would you call it? Attitude about certain things that you may ask. Like sometimes, I mean, it's a new department, you may not know know a lot of things and these people get attitudes or they really do expect you to learn it right off the gate when you come into a whole new department with whole new procedures, whole new systems. Girl, it ain't messy too, child ain't messy. And so the reason I brought that up because another one of the, uh, the, on the, here the traits of toxic people, it says they make you feel bad about yourself, right? So I'm gonna read what, what that says, but, it's so interesting how when we read through these, we can see toxic in every area of our life, you know, your personal, your family, your mm-hmm. work. So um, this trait says that, uh, that may, uh, they make you feel bit bad about yourself. It says insults are, mo- are the most direct way that toxic people can make you feel bad. But most of the times the way they affect your self-esteem are more subtle. When you are feeling happy or proud of yourself, they will find a way to rain on your parade or downplay your achievements. They might also act like they are smarter than you and make you feel dumb or insignificant. Mm-hmm. And so what's really interesting about like where we work and the people that are, you know, directly above us is I've heard people say they talk to us like we're dumb or they make you feel like you're dumb. And it's like, yeah. Oh, I think I did a good job writing up this ticket and submitting it, and then they come back with all this coaching and all this like, need to do this and that. And for a half the time, they haven't even read the darn ticket. They haven't even read it. It's entitled for real. Like, I'm not going to listen to this, or she didn't write it right. She didn't write it in the format I, I feel comfortable with. That's yeah. how they get it. Yeah, and so I think that I think outside of you know trying to eliminate toxic or dealing with toxic relationships I think that we as people people too need to also make sure that we are not being toxic and oh yeah um, and so that's another one on here oh but before we before we move on on that honey bunny (laughs) since we're on the topic of us recognizing our own toxic traits what is your toxic trait that is exactly what, so listen, I don't feel like I have no toxic traits. For everybody got one. <laughs> let me tell you what everybody says about me. Everybody what? says that I am passive aggressive. And really? so that is, that is on this list. I'm about oh, to read it. I wouldn't think so, man. Exactly, exactly. So I'm about to read it and see what it says. But, um... And then we're gonna we're gonna delve into that. We're gonna see if I'm passive aggressive or not. Um, so it says these behaviors are a way that people express their discontent without having a conversation about their problems. This type of hostility is less obvious than anger and can be shown in a number of different ways. Some forms of passive aggression include snide comments, sabotaging the efforts of other people and purposefully doing something or not doing something to make things inconvenient for someone or to get them upset. I can, I can see the sly comment. <laughs> I, that's, that's all y'all can say. That is all I can y'all. see the sly comment. 
that is all y'all can say is my my little comments but my comment it's so funny because people always say you throw shade like you'll um you throw a rock and then hide your hand is the I think the analogy that people use most about me. Mm-hmm. And I'd be like, no, I just throw a rock. I don't need to hide my hand. Like I'm just real honest. I'm real blunt. Mm-hmm. Um, but if you take it, if you take what I say the wrong way, I will try to explain. And I think they 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 take me explaining as me trying to hide my hand. And I'm mm-hmm. like, no, you just misunderstood the intent behind what I said, and I'm trying to explain it to you. Yeah, um, I know I do it to her all the time. When I ask her something, that she come with this little sly comment, or I feel that the that the that the instant messenger is coming through with an attitude. My yes, favorite word is "Okay, Lauren." Okay, <laughs> it's no more stop it. And I have to call her and be like, "Girl, I ain't got no attitude. I'm just saying, you know." And so it, it's very interesting. I think that, and it's and it's almost actually kind of hurtful, just because. Yeah a lot of people think that I am this way, this passive aggressive, angry, mm-hmm. mean person, when I'm mm-hmm. really probably the most helpful person you'd ever meet. Yeah, honestly. you are. You and are. so um, I, I do have to work on that. I try to work on how people perceive me mm-hmm. because perception is reality, right? So it yeah. doesn't, I, I, I had to learn that it doesn't matter what my intent was what matters is how they received it. That's the reality. How they received it is what matters the most. So I've tried to kind of work on my delivery with that because I don't want to be a toxic person, you know? And I do think that people, it's, it's really interesting with me. It's either people absolutely love me or they absolutely hate, you know, Mm -hmm. (laughs) it's like you either, I'm either the worst person in the world or I'm like the nicest person. So what is your toxic trait? <laughs> so, child. Ooh, this is going to be... I feel... So, <laughs> do I even want to put myself out like that like this? Um, no, my toxic trait is negativity, actually. Ooh. So, um, oh, yeah. I'm going to... In me, it, it is negative. Yeah, in me is negativity. So, let me read the definition of the negativity the trait of toxic people what negativity is so um some people just can't seem to see the good in life they will find something bad about everything and aren't able to find joy in anything being around someone like that can make it hard for you to enjoy yourself and be positive sometimes it can be easy to confuse the symptoms of depression for negativity so it is worth having a conversation with someone to determine um, if they need help through depression or if they are truly being toxic. Girl, let so, me think about this for a minute. Let me think about it if your ass need help or if you're being, if you're being toxic because you're negative <laughs> as fuck. You are so... I, so see, negative. the thing about me is that I see, I believe there is good in the world. I'm not saying that I'm like extreme negative Nancy, but I do look at life negatively before I look at it positive like a like a situation and negative so I won't be surprised and that is something I'm trying to work on like I would have a total fucking meltdown of a situation like what happened with the kids what happened it was something where um uh with one of my kids I can't remember what it was 
it was something about something, some type of health thing. And I always talk bad or negative about myself. And I feel that I'm a bad mom, that I'm not getting it right. Uh, yeah, that, I'm going to get, I'm going to, we just, we just yeah. had that conversation. Like where I had, let me tell y'all. I'm going to give that ass up for adoption. Like I can't take no. it no more. I, I'd be so negative and, you know, no. I, don't, I don't mean to come off like that, but in certain situations, I really do think of the negative before the positive. And so many of my family and friends try to ground me and try to tell me, you know, basically how blessed I am for certain things that have come in my life, you know, because I always think negatively about a certain race, a certain situation where, um, you know, it was really hard for me trying to raise two kids on my own. And then all of a sudden, God blessed me with everything that I needed you know not yeah. what I wanted but what I needed what you needed yeah. and so um but I always still have a negative if something bad was else to come up and then I start thinking negative again so that is something I'm trying to work on I don't yeah, think, and I, I, think I, I think up. I just need help <laughs> I was gonna bring up I was gonna bring up that situation I think what is today today's Monday so it was just what Friday mm-hmm. where I, you were like freaking out because you feel like the girls weren't hitting their milestones. And oh you're, like, yeah, I'm a bad mother. And I was like, girl, I am working. I will call and encourage you <laughs> afterwards when I finish. When I finish working, I paid her at work, and something just like because you know these kids, kids, you know everything would would be in quarantine. School is out. You know most of us as parents had our children at home, and you're trying to juggle working from home and teaching your kids and my kids they are very hyper they need structure and when they were in this house they had absolutely no structure so it was straight chaos and they wouldn't listen and they feed off of each other too so when yeah, she got two yeah when i was trying to help them with their colors their letters they just would not listen um they were they were real hard-headed and they were very strong-minded especially anaya she's very strong-minded and when i started looking at i'm like well, well let me look at their milestones to just see if they're they're at where they're supposed to be and i started freaking out so i'm pinging lauren and one of our one of our other co-workers in the group chat and i'm like I think my kids, what, did I say I think my kids are slow? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. So, I just was, more I was so like, what you were saying about, you know, I, I'm failed. I'm, I'm failing. Oh my God, I'm a bad mom. Like yeah. I feel so bad. Like I always, I always, I always put, um, I always downplay me as being a mother because I just feel like, you know, I plan so much. I'm like really much of a, of a future planner instead of being in the now I'm always thinking about the future and it like if it's not going the way that I wanted to go then I get to this very down like energy within me and I start like questioning myself and things like that so but hey I I, I honestly though I think you may have a little bit of both going on right Mm -hmm. because as somebody on the outside looking in I do feel like I do feel like you're, I don't want to even use the word negative, but I feel like you, you can't see, you're not, you're not optimistic at all. Like, I don't see any Mm. optimism in you where it's everything is always, well, this might happen or this. And I think you said, it's funny because when I was, I was just posted online last night about Chloe being scared of everything Mm -hmm. and some, um, somebody commented and they were telling me that that's a, um, a fear of the unknown as to what may happen mm-hmm. is the type of anxiety. 
Oh yeah. Oh, um, I had that bad. I. Ooh. <laughs> and so you know it's very interesting when we're talking about mental health because there are so many faucets of of the of a different of different types of mental health anxiety mm -hmm. depression you know that go into what make up what makes up our traits as people mm -hmm. and so it is sometimes sometimes i feel like you know am i really a toxic person or is it just my you know, my history, my, my experiences that make me be, because like I said, like, let me, let me, experiences that make being me negative. Let me tell you something back in the day before I had these, before I had my children, I was very optimistic. You could not tell me anything. I was very positive. I had a very positive outlook on life, but when I had my children, it's not only just me anymore. I got to think about them like they, they, they are before me. Yeah. Um, and when I feel like, you know, cause in my mind I had this, I had this picture painted of how my life was going to be when I had children and it didn't pan out to be that way. Shit happens, life happens. And when certain things aren't happening that I envision it to happen that's I just started getting really negative or thinking negatively when I start having my kids because I'm trying to be this perfect person and there's no such thing as being someone perfect or having it all together right. um you know and I have to work on that because I'm still growing as a person you know I'm still finding my purpose you know and then also I'm a new mother I have to learn as I go. Like there's mm -hmm. no guide to being a good parent. So mm -hmm. you can only take advice from family members or close friends, or even sometimes health, um, health providers, like your pediatricians or um, books. schools, books, things like that, to try to figure out how to do, to, to work around this thing that we call life in general, you know? Uh and you know, yeah. we're out here helping, trying to help y'all out. We're trying to help, and we're putting our business out. So I don't want y'all thinking like, "Oh, DJ, so negative. We don't want to be around her." No, that's not it. I'm actually a fun person, but when certain things don't go my way, ooh, mood, whole. I am a cancer. My whole mood change. So I'll be real happy one minute and be just be poop. I'm like, I don't even want to be around y'all. But we working yeah. on it. We working on. It. We getting there. But, um, I wanted to go back to, um, the seriousness of controlling now, um, within, within that, that this uh, description of controlling, tr controlling, it does say that they may, um, try to restrict you from contacting your friends, family, and limited resources like transportation and access to money to restrict um, your ability to interact with the world around you. Now that is something serious. And I really want to talk about that because I have had a situation of both where um, I was in a toxic relationship I didn't know. At first, what they did was manipulation at first. We went on dates they uh they let me talk a lot they asked a lot of questions about me and I wasn't catching on at the time that they were really asking a lot of questions about me so and what I like and what I don't like 
And um, and you think, you know, when you're talking to somebody, getting to know somebody, you're thinking that in, in any type of relationship, it can be a friend, a coworker, whatever it is. And you're just talking to them. You just think that you're just interested in learning about you. Right. Right. So you don't think anything negative of it. Then um, once they knew me, they knew what I liked. They knew basically kind of like my love language um, in a sense. And what they would do is that they got real close to my friends. We'll go out. They'll do everything for my friends. They'll make themselves seem like the best person in the world to my friends. Come and compliment me. Like, girl, he's so nice. You need to stay with him. Da, 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 da. And then eventually all my time was being spent with that one person. I wasn't going to family gatherings like that. I was never home. I was never around my family. Then at a point where I started distancing myself from my friends and it was starting to cause conflict and the certain things that he made, that he would do or say of manipulation to make me doubt certain things or to make me question or how certain things, how he was moving or the certain things that he was saying. Um, I just want to take into all seriousness that this can happen to anybody. And if you are in that type of situation to the point where you're so far in to the point that they have taken you away from your family, you talking to your mom, you talking to your closest friends that you probably had for like years, like 10, 15 years. And now you're solely dependent on them. Like if they don't call, you're freaking out, you're going crazy. Like once you start seeing certain things where your world revolves around them, but their world doesn't revolve around you, like they don't give you that same energy, like please get out of that. Because at one point, they can leave you and drop you and then you feel like, oh my God, what am I going to do with my life? Or they can get aggressive and angry and start beating you to where now you're emotionally dependent on them and they done actually, you know, manipulated your mind to where you have no self-esteem, you have no worth, you don't know nothing but that person. And that's just, in, in our reality, it really does happen. It happens in relationships. It happens in friendships. It happens in fam in, in within your family. You know, sometimes you may have a toxic mom, dad, yeah. sister, brother. Like, you <laughs> mm, know, my mom a toxic child. A toxic mom, sister, brother. You can have a toxic ex. You can have a toxic friend. You can have a toxic coworker that just wants to get in your business and just to tell the whole world what's going on with you. You know, they get real close with you and shit. And like them type of people, and you be ready to pro probably about to fight them or beat them up or shut them up or whatever. But yeah, controlling that's something that you definitely need to realize because a lot of times we don't realize and we just think it's normal because it happens and it's it's so normal but yeah we don't recognize we don't recognize that i think is mostly what it is and and then when you do and it's funny because i just even go back to my situation when i used to say to this person like you're like you're controlling and it's like because i was recognizing it it wasn't for me it was not bold or obvious controlling this Mm -mm. It was very subtle, and but I I recognized, but I was like kind of controlling, and then that's when kind of the manipulation kind of played in, is like or trying to make me feel crazy about what I was feeling. Um, one thing I want everybody to know is don't let anybody ever make you feel crazy or stupid mm -hmm. or whatever 
for your you gotta favorite. start to doubt yourself because, because you twist the whole situation to make it seem yeah. like you crazy exactly no your people. feelings are your feelings and people should always respect your feelings and so you know even for me being a friend one thing that i have learned to say to my friends if i don't if i think that i never think that their feelings are irrational but for instance for dj right mm-hmm. when she has feelings of oh my bad mom or this that um i don't i never invalidate her feelings by saying no, don't think that, you know, or you're not this. I I don't invalidate her feelings. What I do is tell her what I see. You know, I think that you're doing a good job. Let's go look on some, let's look on mayoclinic.com and see what mm-hmm. the milestones are and how long they got. Oh, okay, they're early three, so they still got time. Just trying to encourage, never invalidate what she feels because what she feels is real mm-hmm. and it's valid to her and that's what matters. And so if you have somebody that is trying to invalidate your feelings or make you feel crazy or silly about what you're you just feeling, expressing your feelings or for you to even expressing. be emotion for you to even show any emotion because I have family members that's in my family that are unemotional. They're like rocks. Me, I'm a cancer, I'm extremely emotional and I do voice my emotions. Like how I feel, I'm gonna tell you how I feel, you know and things like that but then they look at me like I'm crazy or but but they can't understand it like they they just don't understand someone who's sad or who's crying they feel like you should suck it up and keep it moving me no I gotta let my emotions out or I'm just gonna be a real angry person or I'm just gonna be resentful and a lot of times especially in like the black community we are taught to not to not be emotional like that we're taught to be strong hard and and keep it moving but at the at the same time we do need to talk to somebody and most of the times you can't talk to your family because your family is the first one to judge you Amen. or you may talk or to invalidate a, your fi- or invalidate they really your will they will and and i, and I feel like sad. some of my friends and with my friends, I was saying, like, I had some friends who I felt like were very toxic in the sense of when I was going through what I was going through, mm-hmm. and I would tell them, everybody would be like, oh, you have all these material things. You shouldn't be sad. Or, you know, this doesn't matter because you've got this, that, and that. And you can go here. You can do this. And I'm like, so I'm not supposed to feel sad because I got a house or because I got a car, because I got a job, I'm confused, you know? But they really invalidate your feeling. They don't add anything beneficial to, you know, to, to the environment, to the situation. Yeah. And so those are also, you know, toxic type friends. Mm-hmm. And, like, um, there'll be some instances where I would have, like, friends or something we're just talking. And some of my friends can have talks with their parents um, or their mom or whatnot. And it's just kind of like, they can have these serious conversations with their, with their, with their parents or their mother. And with me, my mom is not the type of person. I mean, you can talk to her, but at the same time, she doesn't understand emotions. Like, you try to talk to her about something that you're going through. Why are you crying? You need to teach it. You need to. You need to figure it out. Girl, like, we need to go into being. Are you crazy? Do I need to bake rack you? <laughs> <laughs> so let me. Like, what? 
let me tell you. Let's so let's get let's let's jump into being judgmental because Ooh. you my mom and your mom are a lot alike, right? Mm-hmm. And so what and what I've been trying to teach DJ because I've learned now, right? I'm you know, learning. we we want those relationships because there are people who have really good relationships with their mothers. They can talk to them about everything, right? Yeah. But our mothers, our mothers will anything we say, if we express any emotion. They will use that against us. It's like we literally give them these bullets and they will shoot, you know, mm-hmm. no, no doubt about it. Lock they are lock loaded and ready mm-hmm. to, to 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 take us out, you know, okay. with the things that we have opened up and shared to them in our most vulnerable moments. Mm-hmm. Um, so there's one toxic trait called uh, being judgmental. Um, and it says that everyone can be judgmental from time to time, but a toxic person is judgmental almost all of the time. They see things in black and white and criticize anything they don't agree with or approve of instead of considering the circumstances or feelings of other people. Ooh. Girl. Don't it sound like <laughs> That's <them>? a word. <laughs> don't Bro, so, that's a word. Know, so it just really, really goes back to, it's so interesting, right? Because... I'm sure even as, as you guys, as the audience out there are out here listening, you're like, oh, I know a person that has that trait and I know a person that has this trait, you know? Mm-hmm. And so it's very, it's very important to kind of always be aware of what those are and how often they're doing it, right? Because it's like this, that everybody can be judgmental from time to time, right? But yeah. is it all of the time? And if so, how do you deal with people like that you know mm. so there's there's one more I don't know how I don't know how we're doing on time but there's one more trait I think one more I think that one is no it's two more it's self-centered and then there's difficult with anger management uh, okay which is something um difficult with anger management now most people can really really relate to this that someone who has trouble managing their anger and will make you feel like you need to walk on eggshells every time you are one second around them the littlest thing can trigger them into a fit of rage and often nasty hurtful things are said while they are in a mental state while they're in this mental state my apologies there may be apologies the day after but often they are insecure and the toxic person will repeat the anger hurtful and behavior soon after bruh who them type of people I don't like because <clears throat> for instance like my situation I I know people who who are in relationships like this or I know people who have who deal with people like this who are very difficult they have anger management skills certain things will trigger them to be so angry and then when they get angry, they start cursing you out. They start talking, calling you all type of names and trying to make you seem like you're very low to them or you're very beneath them. And then they disappear or they just keep on going until the point where they know that they're hitting really below the belt and they're really getting to you. Like they're making you really feel and doubt yourself, right? So with those type of people, they do use a form of manipulation and control. Then it gets to anger, you know, where you have to feel like, oh, I can't say this to him because if I say this to him, then he's going to he's gonna disappear for like a week and we got something coming up and he's supposed to do this or he's supposed to do that. So I'm not going to say it because I don't want to anger him because we got this going on. Or 
I don't want to anger like my like my sister or my brother because we got a family reunion coming up and I don't feel like them trying to embarrass me in front of everybody. Like, yep. for, first of all, you need to walk on no eggshells around nobody. Like them, like the thing about being around toxic people is that we choose we have a choice everyone has a choice even when you feel like you don't have a choice because they have made you feel so low or so um emotionally dependent on them to the feel that you don't have one you do have one and if you choose to keep on bring your choose to allow yourself to be in that situation you it's just going to keep on bringing you down and i just really 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 want people to know that if you need to talk to somebody, talk to somebody. It doesn't have to be another family member. It doesn't have to be another close friend. It can be someone who is a neutral party who doesn't know neither of you, like a counselor, a therapist. Shit, talk to your preachers. Like, go to church, talk talk to the pastor, or even talk to somebody who's like a life coach, just to try to, just to, try to help you, because everybody needs to talk to someone when they have these toxic people in their life and they don't know how to handle the situation or even how to create healthy boundaries with them. Yes. You know what I mean? Boundaries. So, I got boundaries. a question. Boundaries. I got a question What's and that? I got a scenario. So I had a friend, let me tell you about this friend that I had. And her and I are not close anymore because of how how she did. But for instance, I'm not gonna use her relationship with her and I's relationship but for instance mm -hmm. every time let's just say a guy this particular guy did something that angered her it could be a small thing or whatever mm -hmm. she would go in like she would go in talking about them their family their children Ooh. like everything right mm -hmm. because they did something and it could it may or may not be small and I received the same type of treatment, right? If we had a disagreement, you know, um, they, this person never talked about my children per, per se, but Just a low, there was a lot of, low blows. yeah, low, low blows about my relationship and things like that. Things that were very, that were very hurtful. And then, you know, eventually they would apologize, but it's insincere and you know, it, it continues to happen. And so like I told this person, I said, if I said, if when you get angry, the things that come out of your mouth, they still matter, you know, yep. and I understand that people say things that they don't mean when they're upset. But if your first, if your first go to every single time we have a disagreement is to tear me down, is to try and tear me all the way down, you're talking. You are, you are toxic and you are not needed. And that is something that you I have to let go. Life. Because I can, we can have disagreements. I, I want people out there to know it's okay to have disagreements. It's mm -hmm. okay to be angry with people, but you don't hit below the belt, right? There's a fair way to fight. There's a fair way to be angry. Mm -hmm. And you don't, there are things that are off limits, you know, things that people have told you in their vulnerable moments and confidence, their children, their family. So called say they care about you. No one that loves you would hurt you or try to go below the belt of something that you told them in confidence. 
Yeah. You know what I mean? That's not love, honey, at all. Yeah, so and that's what makes you're me in that type day. of relationship, bro. That's not yeah. love. That that is just somebody who is using who, 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 who they're using you or they have they're insecure about themselves to the point that they got to bring you down on their level to make them feel better about themselves about themselves yeah so they need to have insecurity up here as one of these toxic traits but it yeah, like it's, 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 it's crazy how you know some like people would disrespect so-called people they say they love i can understand maybe probably once maybe like one time you may have said something hurtful but then you come back and you apologize but if you do that more than once i'm not even gonna give you twice more than once you so-called say you love me but that shit is done but let me give you an example right mm -mm. because i feel you said maybe if you do it once right but i feel like okay so for me it shouldn't come out at all but i'm just saying no like, but depends i mean on the relationship. people people say things when they're angry right yeah they do um so i might be like let's just say i'm arguing with my man or whatever and i might just be like <laughs> you know that's why you only last three minutes in, in, in the bed you a quick pump or something like that right and it may or may not be true i might just be saying it to hurt his feelings right because i'm because i'm angry I don't think that that is something that's so below the belt that's just like unforgivable, right? But if I say something like, that's why your mom abandoned you when you were a kid, you Ooh, know? That's you, know, you, know you, you know what I mean? Like that, that is unexpected. I know people who actually people have said that. that. Yeah. It's Even me, I, I know people who have said that to people that I have known, like their significant others said it to people that I have known. And how they would say, oh, your mama abandoned you or nobody loves you. Yeah. Um, like, start talking about, oh, <laughs> start talking about weight. You, yeah. You know, that's that's, every woman anything that, anything thing that is that, weight. Anything, that, anything that, that, that person is sensitive about and you bring it up. So even, I, I said that sex thing's not right. Or you would never amount to anything because if, yeah. you, because <laughs> you would never amount to anything because whatever how they ever feel that you will never amount to anything girl I, it just hurts my head to even think about that but some people just stay with that and I just don't understand like it, it, it frustrates me so much but I know that we all have our past and what we dealt with um in relationships but we need to learn from it as well yeah. don't keep on doing the same thing thinking that you will get a different result like that is a form of insanity. Point you got a, a salt shaker or something? What's the, I hear like a. I, oh, that's my. That's me. That's me. That's my little hands. I'm doing like this. <laughs> I know, but it's not like a salt shaker going on. Oh, I don't know, child. But don't keep on allowing people to treat you that way, thinking that they can possibly change. If they haven't changed or learned their lesson the first time of how that may have hurt you to the point where you express that hurt, but they keep on continuing to do it, leave that shit alone. They they don't respect you and they never will. Like, I have a very low tolerance for shit like that now. Like, very low tolerance. Like Exactly, and me too. But it took how long did it take us to get Years. that low tolerance? How much shit did we have? So listen, so listen to us. <laughs> yeah. You know, Years. You know, because it, it really breaks you down, right? It breaks you down to it causes self-esteem issues. It causes mm -hmm. the person dealing with toxic people will fuck you up. 
it will mess up your whole energy like right i'm just getting back to a really good i've really got some really good positive people around me in my corner supportive people Mm -hmm. it's everything like it's everything to me to have amazing and supportive friends and Mm -hmm. it's okay that they're not flesh and blood it's okay they're not people that i it's okay that that they're not people that i've known five ten fifteen years you know yeah because they serve the purpose of where i'm at now Mm -hmm. and it's what i need now let me get to this last one so that we can get to our discipline of the week yeah so the last one that's on here is self-centered. It says toxic people care. Uh, toxic people care mostly about themselves. They don't think about how their actions affect others and believe they are better than everyone else. <laughs> Someone who is self-centered is focused on getting what they want and is unlikely to compromise or consider another person's point of view. Mm. I know that. Um, <laughs> And it's so shameful that that most likely <clears throat> our listeners and us know people that may have all of these traits, people within our lives, and we don't even recognize it until we hear what they actually mean, like the mm-hmm. definition of it. Right. And I think that's where we need to set, and this is probably going to go into our discipline of the week, that we really need to set. Um, healthy boundaries because if you don't set healthy boundaries you will drive yourself crazy into depression anxiety uh just losing just you you know you'll be so sucked up in all the negativity instead of living your life you know we only got one life make the best of it like if you need to cut out certain people, even if it has to be family members, um, cut them out. <laughs> cut them out. Because no, nobody lives your life but you. And at the end of the day, if something, God forbid, something was to happen to you and you kept yourself in this rut or the situation just because of the people that you surround yourself about uh, around, then you just be like, damn, I'm out of time. Like, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, it boundaries... It's hard because you have to set healthy ones, like especially if you have no choice. Well, not no choice. I wouldn't say no choice, especially if you have to interact with them in some type of way. Coworkers, uh, managers, family members, uh, significant co-parenting. Uh, you just need to set healthy ones. Um, I'm still learning that. I have not, <laughs> honestly. Um, even thought about what type of boundaries I need to set. I know that I need to set them, but how? Well, you know, uh, I don't well, know. Well, let's stroll to page two of this little work guide. Oh, let's go. It talks about stuff. So our discipline <laughs> of the week, <laughs> our discipline of the week is going to be basically to detoxify your life. Ooh. So on page two of this worksheet, and we'll post the link to the worksheet as well. Yeah. Um, it is called Detoxifying Your Life. And 
it has the first chart on there. It says, what is the thing that you need to stop or get out of your life? It says this can be a person, a behavior, or a situation. And it gives an example of, I want healthier relationships, right? Uh-huh. Um, so you can do desirable or healthy. You can make a list for desirable or healthy things. Make a list of things that are unclear. Um, and then your toxic or unacceptable list, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and then down at the bottom, it talks about building your confidence to actually, once you have this list and once you know what what's what's acceptable, and what's, what's unclear, and what's toxic, mm-hmm. how to how to basically build your confidence in enforcing these things so it says what can you say to yourself to give yourself a pep talk it's such examples as i deserve to have healthy relationships i choose me um it says what can you say to the toxic influence to set boundaries um examples are it's not okay for us to do this or i want us to get better and these are what is okay for you to do and this is what is absolutely not okay for you to do mm-hmm. i think that is a conversation you need to have with your baby daddy oh yeah definitely because what you're yeah. not going to do is that you're not going to call me out my name yeah <laughs> point blank period i don't accept that shit nobody no man is going to call me out my name because honey i'm it's, it's unacceptable and the fact that yeah yeah we're not even gonna get into that but you're not gonna do that that's unacceptable (laughs) right and what's so so the last one says um what can you do and say to reinforce your boundaries or create healthy distance um so if you do this i'm going to leave or if you do this i'm going to walk and take a break um you know when i was in a relationship it was funny uh, when i was in a relationship my last relationship we created a safe word right and so Mm -hmm. if we were if we were arguing and I was getting, if any of us were getting too upset or if we felt like we needed to take a break, we had a, we had a safe word. And mm-hmm. if we said the safe word, we were supposed to stop arguing and mm-hmm. take some time. And then it's getting, and heated, it's getting too heated. Exactly. Yeah. Now, when I said the safe word, he was like, no, we finna finish this. And I was like, that is not the way the safe word works. <laughs> <laughs> but, but, um, <laughs> it's very important to, um, to, you know to create these these boundaries and to practice these things and build confidence and actually enforce you know whatever boundaries and unhealthy traits or healthy traits that you come up with it's very important to enforce them so mm-hmm. that's going to be our discipline of the week yes um, it is and we're going to work on ours because we're not perfect no we're not no one I, I was just say i I have boundaries, but my boundaries are like, you're either here or you're not, right? I have not learned to allow people, like people that violate my my boundaries, mm-hmm. they're just out. Like my mom, I ain't talked to my mom in like three months at this point. She's just out. She might, mm-hmm. I might not ever talk to her again. Because it's hard for me to say, I don't know what type of boundary I'm supposed to create to say, okay, I can have you in my life, but when you do this, I'm going to do this. Yeah, what's the so repercussion of that, of you right, but, crossing but that I, line? Right, instead of just being out, period, right? Because you've yeah. repeatedly crossed the line. You've repeatedly, over and over again, crossed the line. You're never going to not cross the line the way it looks. So why mm-hmm. keep going there with you, right? Yeah, if you so, set a boundary with somebody and, and you know, they mess up once, they cross that line, you reiterate, hey, if you do this again, I'm not, I'm, I'm not going to talk to you. 
I'm not going to answer your phone calls. It'll be strictly through text or you're not going to be able to come around if you continue to do this. If they straighten up and then they do it again, this is your last time. I don't believe in repeating myself. I hate that. I don't like repeating and telling people what is a, like, I already told you once. I told you again, you're not a kid. So I shouldn't have to tell you a third time. At that point, I'm done. You know yeah. what I mean? But, um, but like I said, you may have certain situations where you may have family members, co-parenting, co-workers, where you have to, you, you, you will deal with these people at some point in your life. Maybe family members you could probably get away from because you ain't got to answer your dough. But if you got to go to work, you know, sometimes That's you may have true. a meeting. Like you, 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 you know how mean is he wanting you to do these um, team builders and shit with other people? No, you know, know it's like dang. I don't know if you, if I told you, or if you remember the situation with our our our, our friend coworker now. Oh yeah, but it's so funny because we had we had some issues in the beginning, and okay. I felt like she was doing some things that was very disrespectful, and it was making me mad. So mm -hmm. I sent her this long message. Yeah, I sent her an email, a long ass work email, on her work email, work email. Worker, right? I sent her an email, and I'm like, hey, I don't like your attitude, I don't like your mood swings, so I want you to keep the same energy all the time, and don't talk to me unless it's work-related. Oh. It was so funny, because it was like, I don't, I think maybe she felt bad. And she was, like, going to force me to talk to her and have a friendship with her. So, like, she sat right next to me. So she just kept talking to me, and she would ping me, and I would just be like, oh, my gosh. And then another coworker was like, well, you just talked to her already? <laughs> and now we talk well up until last Wednesday. We used to talk, oh, my gosh, like, every day, mm -hmm. all day now. So I had to give her another chance because I feel like she was really sincere. Like, once yeah. I brought it to her, um, she made a huge effort to – to change her attitude so I do want to throw yeah I want to throw that out there though right people mm -hmm. if they want to be in your life they will make the necessary changes to be in your life you know they and to will. not cross those boundaries and I think that that's something that we all need to learn right if people care about us and just because just because they're your family or just because you've been quote unquote friends for a long time mm -hmm. or you married mean, or in a relationship. Yeah. It doesn't mean that they care about you. And it, it is possible for someone to, to care for you in their own way, but not care for you in the way that you need to be cared for. So you're not receiving that care and support that you need to receive from that person. And if they're not willing to adjust to give you what you need, so that the relationship is mutually beneficial for the both of you, mm -hmm. let it go. Done. Goodbye. That easy. Bye-bye, boo-boo kitty. <laughs> That's all I got. That's all you got? That's all I got. All right, guys. So this little piece of hair is bothering me. It's all sticking out. What are we talking but, about next uh, time? I don't even know. It's still going to be Mental Health Month next time when we come back. So something else about mental health, but I don't know. about mental health. We're going to figure it out. We got a couple more days until the end of May, and then it's June. You know, don't know what's going to happen. What are you doing for Memorial Day? Um, I'm trying to go to the sunflower field. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. You know, have you cook out if we can. Limited to 10 people. <laughs> but, 
<laughs> they ain't gonna happen. But yeah, no, guys, I guess that is the end of our episode um, on toxic influence or toxic people. So until next time, class is dismissed. Bye, y'all. Bye. Thank mm-hmm. you.